black blurs, blitz, or rush, you'll turn that podcast up. Friends from the UK with something to say, just talking about everything. From the wonderful nerding world, the reviews they bring. These brilliant blurs give you the word. All the latest movies, animes, video games, and TV series. Call your friends who don't know and tell them what they're missing. Then sit back and relax and listen to Martin and welcome to episode 211 of Bloods Are Russ. Uh, we should have a nice, sweet, uh, straight to the point episode for you today. Uh, it's the two of us, uh, not much has dropped, um, that we're going to be reviewing. Just the two of us, <laughs> <laughs> we can make it if we try. Just the two of us, you and I. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, let's let's get straight into it. What have you been up to? But before you like, I know what you've been, I know something's about to you, but. You got to tell yeah. me about your game yesterday because I was about to come and watch, but after I finished, yeah. I finished training, my battery was dead, my sat nav was dead, my battery pack that I had taken taken out of me had died. So it's a I, whole bunch of madness. So I was, I, I literally left training. I made it like five minutes down the road, and I was like, uh oh, I have yeah. no idea where I'm going. So I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna have to kind of do a U-turn and just head back home and call it a wash. Um, yeah. How was your game yesterday? Well, we drew eighteen eighteen. Mm-hmm. against London Hornets so um, I think we scored no they scored first I think mm-hmm. um, due to um, I don't think I was even on the field for that one but I think they um, they were in our red zone and managed to you know pull through with uh, with um, a fullback um, not even a fullback but I, mean, I don't know if it was like an off tackle mm-hmm. but anyway, either way um, the halfback, who was pretty big himself, uh, managed to get through uh, through the middle. Um, there was there was like what about on the one yard line? Yeah. So yeah, they just ran it through. Nothing could have done about that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was another um, you know goal line situation where we did actually pull uh, push them back and you know made them lose quite a lot of yards for that. Um, and they didn't they couldn't even get a field goal off that on that drive as well. So we did okay. Um, so they scored two touchdowns on us. One was that run touchdown I just talked about. The other one was a passing touchdown, I think. Mm. Um, but nothing happened from my side. All I care about yeah, is my yeah, side yeah. on the field. Yeah. You know I mean, if I have to haul ass to the other side because they messed up, then I'll do that. And I did that. But obviously, yeah. I was too far away to actually be effective. Um, yeah, they also managed to score uh, a pick six on our offense. So yeah. those that... But the game became really, really close. It was 80-15 to London Hornets in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And we managed in the last, I think, 54 seconds, of, like minus 54 seconds left of the game, mm-hmm. managed to score a field goal, yeah. um, which, tied up, which tied us up. But it was nail-biting me close. And <laughs> I mean, do you know what I mean? It was either we get the draw or we, we lost the game. So, yeah. yeah, we'll go back to the drawing board this week. Uh, we, we face them again in September, I think early September. I can't remember the exact date. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully, you know, both offense and defense will iron out some issues um in in lieu of that game mm. but yeah i mean it was a fun game london Hornets are always tough they are our toughest competition if not if you know if Cambridge cats weren't there they'd still be our toughest competition yeah um, 
in in regular season. Um, so yeah, it was it was good. It was a good, tough game. Um, really really enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, bring on bring on the next half. <laughs> um, so I was actually invited to my friend's sister's um, graduation slash twenty um, first birthday uh, party mm-hmm. on Saturday. So prior to the game, I was I got to his place about eight p.m. Mm-hmm. and the party went on to like the early hours of the morning. Um, I think people, the last few people left, I think about five ish PM, mm-hmm. sorry, five, five ish AM. Sorry. Um, and I didn't get to sleep to about 6 AM had to wake up at 7 AM to haul last to get back, to come back to my house. Mm-hmm. In and then pack up my stuff and go to American football. So yeah, I don't know how much to perform the way I performed. But, <laughs> Boy, it was it was tough. I I wouldn't recommend anyone to do that. Luckily, I don't get invited to many places anyway, so <laughs> you know I shouldn't be that. That should be the situation. But yeah, that's tough. I don't, for people who do it, I don't know how you do it. Mm. Uh, um, so watching wise, um, I was I watched Make You Black Company. Um, Peach Boy Riverside is actually an, an anime that came out this season. And I thought, oh, you know, let me give it a go because I looked at the name and the name was like, I was like, Peach Boy Riverside. What kind of name is that? But obviously, it's anime. Animes have a whole host of random names they chuck yeah. together. But sometimes they're really bad and sometimes they're really, really sick. Mm. So, um, uh, off the top of my head, Peach Boy Riverside is about a boy who has powers that a- and he uses his powers to fight sort of ogres. Now, you think to yourself, okay, he's just a run mill ogre. No, these ogres are like demons in a sense. So, they'll have like a vampire ogre who is basically a vampire in, in all but name only right mm-hmm. um but all these ogres have hordes which grant them special uh powers and some of them have uh, like a, an evil eye or something like that which gives them a, an even more stupid um ability so that's really good um it follows both the male and female um i guess protagonists um so yeah, it's, it's really it's really cool. Um, I like the character designs. I like the um, uh, how to say it. I like the different races as well. Like there's a a rabbit girl who literally looks like a rabbit girl. So as in, imagine like a li- <sighs> the best way to describe it. Do you remember Shin Chan's dog? Mm, no, I don't. Know what it looks like. Okay, if anyone remembers Shin Chan's dog, right? The face, her face is. Obviously, nice and rounded, but it's it like when you look at her, you just you sort of think, ah, she has a dog, but she's got you know long ass bunny ears. Um, she wears like a normal, like, I guess, run of the mill Japanese schoolgirl outfit, but she's incredibly strong. Um, she has great kicking power, and she also uses the sword. Mm. Um, the main character is one of those characters who is male, but um. You know, if you didn't know he, if you didn't know he was male, you'd think you wouldn't know uh, what 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 um, gender he was. Um, female character is definitely female uh, with typical big boobs, but they don't focus on the boobs. It's, like it's, it's not etchy in in any in any sense. Um, or if it is, it's not like people are ogling her or anything like that. You just tell that she's voluptuous in certain areas, and you know that just gets accentuated and stuff like that. But it's a really good series. There's a lot of action in there. Um, some comedy, but um, everything gets portrayed through really, really nicely. So definitely enjoyed that. So check it out. It's Peach Boy Riverside. Um, I've been continuing with the Honor Students at Magic High School, which follows the, I guess, the female characters' version of events um, 
in the um irregular magic high school um spirit chronicles and watching um i finished a invincible comic which is freaking sick that gets a whole chicken for me nice um if you think the if you think the amazon series is really really good this is just as good um certain things happen in certain orders but it doesn't take away the overall um impact of the of the story it's still a very very good story you still see mark getting his ass handed to him you see um you know i see uh, you just see some snakery here again obviously that we saw the first betrayal with omni man um so that there's this more of that around there so yeah it's really really good some things just blindsided me so whole chicken continue with battle in five seconds after meeting um to eternity episode 17 and i can't stress this enough this is still a very very good anim- um, anime um eden zero that's how I got reincarnated as a slime, episode six. No, no, I don't know if you're up to date, so I'll leave it. And um, Tsukibichi Moonlit Fantasy, episode six. Oh, one more, which is Nighthead uh, 2041, episode five. Yeah. And yeah, that's been pretty, been pretty much my week. Um, yeah, um, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> no, I think that's it. That's it for me. So, Nana, over to you. What have you been up to this week? Um, I've just been working. Um, not anything to too too fun. Uh, I've got a week off now, though, so I'm probably gonna be just chilling, doing some revision, going to the gym. Uh, I didn't yeah. mention there's two things I didn't mention last week. I watched uh, the Day Life of the Mort Kings. Uh, it was a Chinese anime, like 15 episodes. It yeah. was it was it was fun. It was entertaining. Um, it like it had a very interesting story. Like there was there's a kid who's like basically born into this world where everyone's got like kind of like magic powers, and he's basically. OP in it like he's the strongest person in the world kind of thing but yeah. like he hides his powers and he goes to a school and like he's like referred to as like number five because like that's like his power level um, mm. obviously for people not realising or not knowing that he's actually like you know he could like kill the whole school and then he goes to this like t- uh, tournament with another school and uh, slight spo- spoilers um, like the girl that he starts to like dies and then he's, it's, it's him trying to like revert the world back to a place though that you can have her back um it was fun it was 15, 15 episodes i think because it was, chi- it was chinese anime yeah they referenced some like japanese anime stuff like they i think they they dropped like a jungle z reference they dropped a naruto reference so it was quite fun and entertaining to see um even though i did really enjoy it i'm only probably gonna give it as a half chicken but it was it's, it's still worth checking out um so yeah that was one thing uh also me and del finally got to go see uh hairspray it was like my birthday present from 2020, but obviously COVID happened. So it got delayed and it got delayed. So literally we only just managed to go see it last week. Uh, it was amazing. Uh, Hairspray is like my favorite musical. I absolutely love the show. I love the movie. Um, I have the soundtrack on my phone. I listen to it every now and then. Um, and what was interesting is that like, I don't remember when I came on, I reviewed Lion King, the live action. I didn't, mm-hmm. not live action, the, the theater production. I didn't quite like the little additions they made to The Lion King for the theater play. Um, oh, really? Nah, I, I wasn't a fan. But with this year, so I think they ended it like after um, Tracy gets put in prison. And at that point, yeah, like in the movie, there's only maybe like 10, 15 minutes left. But in the theater play, that was when they did the intermission. So I was like, hold on. Like, there's, only there's like, more? Yeah, I was like, there's literally only meant to be like 50, maybe 20. From what I can remember, it was only 20 minutes left of the movie. I was like, what? Why did they just, just do the whole thing? 
but they did like an extra hour of stuff and like it worked really well and I really enjoyed it. Um, one or two of the songs that are in the movie's end credits, um, they actually put that in the theater production and I really liked it. And then, um, Les Dennis, who plays Tracy's dad, I don't know the guy that plays Tracy's mom, but their chemistry and their banter on stage was awesome in it. And like, at one point, I didn't know whether they had broken character and were just, mm-hmm. you know, just busting jokes on stage or whether it's something they had rehearsed beforehand. Like, it was just, it was just funny and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And that's a whole chicken. Um, if you know, if you're looking at something in the West End to go see before it comes out, uh, uh, before it comes out, before it leaves, I would highly recommend Hairspray. Uh, another, like, NFL season is soon coming. Um, preseasons have started and with preseason also becomes, uh, Hard Knocks. Uh, this year, yeah. Hard Knocks is following my Cal- Dallas Cowboys. So obviously I am even more interested in watching it. Um, I'm not gonna lie, like the episode did start off a little bit slow for my liking. Um, yeah. but it was fun. It was entertaining. I am looking forward to episode two and there's the rest of the Hard Knocks season. Uh, Yo, thanks for, thanks for mentioning it because I complete, I keep thinking to myself, Hard Knocks, like yesterday, literally over this week, I've been thinking Hard Knocks, Hard Knocks, Hard Knocks, right? Mm-hmm. Come today, I legit forgot Hard Knocks was even a thing. I don't know where my mind went, but I've just completely forgot about Hard Knocks. So thanks for reminding me. Yeah, man, 100% <laughs> check it out. Um, so I'll give you a solid free piece. Obviously, I'm looking forward to more episodes of Follow the Cowboys. Um, mm. and following how they do in the preseason and obviously when the regular season starts uh, going to be looking to follow the NFL uh, obviously we had a Premier League start this weekend oh, oh. mate <laughs> Arsenal lost to Brentford I have been bantering my Arsenal friends uh, Dell's brothers are Arsenal fans so I've sent him a message yeah. uh, it, it, wait it was Pete uh, and you know do you know what's funny yeah, like, so obviously like on, in the opening weekend I won like £60 from gambling it um, mm. But some of the results, if I had got a couple more results had gone my way, I would have walked away with maybe like two grand from this weekend. I was like, ah, oh, that, that, like, don't get it twisted. The 50, the, the 60 pounds did me quite nicely in it. Yeah. Um, but a couple of grand would have, <laughs> would have been very juicy. Um, but I'm probably not going to be gambling as much this year because I need to, I'm saving up for a house and supposedly, uh, giving a bit of financial advice here. Supposedly, when you're doing a mortgage application and stuff like that, they don't like to see um, deposits made to any betting companies. So, you know, when I'm getting close to the time where I think, well, if I start now, then when, when I get to the time, hopefully none of those uh, accounts will be in my bank statements for a good couple of months. So I'll be all right there. Um, I finally started watching Shaman King. I'm on episode five. Um, nice. What do you think about it so far? I'm really in terms of like that, that animation, the characters got you, you guys know. I, I'm really enjoying it, you know. Um I forgot how much of a badass Anna was. Like Oh bro. I forgot <laughs> how sick she was in it. And I watched it just like Raj, like you know like when people talk about like good anime female characters. I yeah, don't think, 100% one of them. Yeah, but I don't think I've ever read any articles or read any like anyone talk about her being like a sick anime female character in it. But in this year, I'm watching, I'm just like, Anna's sick, man. Like, she's, she's on job in it. Uh, like I said, I'm only, I'm, I'm, I'm only on episode five. Um, they, um, uh, what's his name? The guy with the love heart hair. I can't remember his name. Is it Ryu? Yeah, Ryu. The, yeah. yeah, the Elvis Presley hair. Yeah. yeah. He, he's only just become like a, sh- a shaman. Um, okay. I, I forgot that Pai, Pai Long, 
Um, yeah, Lee Pai Long. Lee Pai Long was basically just Jet Li. I thought that, was, yeah. that was really cool. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really liking it. Um, that was probably one of me watching uh, the rest of this week. Um, and yeah, it's really good, man. Like, if anyone didn't watch Shaman King when it came out in like the 90s, um, I would highly recommend watching this. Uh, the only thing, the only negative I would give it, yeah, is that it doesn't have the original English intro because that intro was fucking fantastic. It's it's an underrated anime intro that I, I think a lot of people forget about. You know, everyone remembers. The reason you- why they don't have it though, yeah, is because it's the Japanese version. In the in- I hope I do hope in the English dub that they do have that song because that song's iconic. Uh, I don't, well, I don't think they do because the Eng- they've got the English dub on Netflix already, and it's I think it's the oh. same same intro. So, oh right! Oh, so, cool. yeah, they, they they're completely not using that intro at all. That's why on Netflix there's only thirteen episodes. Where I think online you said there's maybe like nineteen, twenty episodes. Um, yeah, they probably haven't. Uh, what they're probably waiting for the. Um, I guess I want to guess that like, the next thirteen episodes to be done, and then for them to dub it and then release mm. that onto Netflix. Um, but yeah, I would highly recommend uh, Shaman King, man. Like. It's taking me back to like when I was young and watching it. I'm just like, ah, yeah. And like I said, the intro, the English, in- like every time I watch it, I'm just like, no, I kind of want to play the English intro, like just to, because mm. it was banging. Um, but I was looking- going to say, with Lee Pai Long, right? Do you mm. not, it is just being like uh, Bruce Lee. I was going to say, did you clock that they used his master? Because when I watched it originally, I, think I forgot, I completely forgot that Anna got his master uh, to possess, um, yeah. to possess. So I was like, oh, cool. That makes like, yeah, I think, yeah, Shaman King is sick. Yeah, man. And like I said, like I said before, I I like, I love the updates to the animations. Mm -hmm. Um, the world looks so much more filled because if like, if I was to do a side by side comparison of one of the scenes, which is the symmetry scene, right? Where you see where I think, um, uh, Mort sees you surrounded by ghosts. Mm -hmm. If you look at the skyline, you see that the buildings aren't completely lit up. And also the sky itself is like a reddish, bluish color. Whereas this one, you can actually see that the sky, the, the stars are out and everything. The houses look like people actually live in them or whatnot. Um, because it's all based in Tokyo, right? So you would expect Tokyo to be in a city, a major city to be, you know, populated. And it's almost like, you know, like other major cities, like, like it never sleeps. So yeah, I absolutely love the updates to the animation, like I, like, like I said before. Um, yeah, no, no, you, you you're gonna love it. Um, there, like, there's certain things that basically everything happens is the same, but it's done ever so slightly differently from the from the anime. I mean, it won't be too much. It won't be too much. They won't notice because it's so subtle. But yeah, mm. it's there. Yeah, no. Again, I would highly recommend this. I'll give it a whole chicken so far. I'm looking forward to watching mm. all the rest of the episodes. Uh, Star Wars finale, finale, finale. Um, I literally watched this like about like half an hour ago. Um, I loved it again. I because I thought there was going to be more episodes. This did feel more like a, a mid-season finale rather than a complete end of story. Uh, if mm. that makes sense. Um, there was a point in the series overall that it, the quality, maybe not the quality, but the stories weren't as great. Um, yeah, I agree. But the last like I don't know, maybe six episodes or whatever has brought it back up. Uh, mm. uh, this this episode is a whole chicken. I loved it. I loved um, you know, the dilemma Crosshair was facing, um, the element of risk of whether they're gonna make it or not. Uh, and again, just the series as a whole is a whole chicken for me. I've really enjoyed it. Uh, I'm looking forward to season two. I don't know where they're gonna take it, but I'm looking forward to seeing um, what the um, 
Empire wants to do with the Kamoan scientist um, yeah. and go from there. So what was your rating of this episode and what was your rating of the season overall? Do you know what? I think this episode for me felt more like, uh, um, how I say this? Well, I, I gave it, I gave it a, a three piece. I'm giving it a three piece. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Overall, I'll give the, I'll give the show again a three piece. I think early on, it was definitely a whole chicken for me. Definitely, with the way they did Order sixty six, them leaving um, Camino, and every now and again seeing key things that happened, like Ryloth, for example, with the, with the Twi'leks, um, seeing behind the scenes what the Empire was doing and how quickly um, the Republic um, had fallen, as in you know with the aftermath of the Republic of the Republic falling and whatnot. Um, but they did they did they did change um obviously there's legends and then there's canon um for those of you who don't, who don't know what legends are legends is basically what happened all the media so you talk about um films uh comic book series um novels etc right that all happened before disney took over so when this took over then everything that disney has done which includes um um well episodes one to nine are part of um part of, of part of canon um, even though it was done before Disney took over, that's because that's that's the main stories, the main movies. They all matter. They are all canon. Um, I was a bit disappointed to not see the Battle of Camino because that's something that I re- I've been you know harking to harking about or going on about since um, episode one of the Bad Batch. I was thinking, yes, we're going to see the, the Battle of Camino. It just didn't happen because of the events, obviously from episode uh, fifteen and sixteen. Um, so I know I was a bit disappointed, but I don't want it to affect the overall. Um, like my overall um, enjoyment of the series because it was just it was really, really good considering um, you know there was a little slump in the middle and whatnot. So with the events of episode fifteen and conclusion of the Fulani, um, like I've said before, it has undone the Battle of Camino. However, because we know that Rex is obviously working uh, behind the scenes, organizing not just clones, I'm assuming, but also people and rebels against the empire we will see some sort of showdown um and probably similar grandeur to the battle of camino so i'm looking forward to that fact now so i am assuming there's going to be a season two of this nice. um the starships that destroyed the clone base of camino so they are called Villator class star destroyers um renamed from the republic attack cruiser so the reason i'm bringing this up is because some people would be asking what was the transition between the Republic and the Empire. So, you know, in terms of the weapons they use, the starships they use, people might be a bit confused with that. So um, this is just sort of highlighting that a lot of these ships, a lot of these um, um, of the of the clone armor was literally repurposed and redesigned to then be used for the Empire. Um, so later on in the series, if there is a season two, um, I'm sure there will be. We might well see, you know, even grander uh, Star Destroyers, so expect to see that. Um, Nala Say, who's the Kaminoan scientist we were talking about earlier, Nana. Um, so, where should take it to the Empire? I have two um, theories. One is she's going to be working on Snoke, because we know that Snoke is a clone of, a failed clone of Palpatine. Um, or maybe even Grogu, because Grogu at the time of the Mandalorian is 50 years old. So he would have lived long enough to have been maybe experimented on or whatever. We don't know how long Grogu was with the Empire, whether he was kidnapped shortly before the events of the Mandalorian, but um, we could potentially see him. 
If not, um, she may also meet Pershing, who was the scientist again that we saw them, the um, Imperial scientist that we saw in um, the Mandalorian, where you know he he was a bit compassionate towards Grogu. So maybe that compassion might stem from his time with Nala Se if they do meet. Mm-hmm. If he is like a junior scientist or student under under her, um, so looking forward to looking forward to that because there's so much they could do with these characters. I mean, they can add new characters, they can recycle characters that we've seen already, and um, in I guess the later timeline of of Star Wars. So that's really interesting. And lastly, I'll say the Imperial Medical Officer uh, we do see at the end of um, at the end of Episode 16 um, does work closer to Doctor Pershing from the Mandalorian series as well. So that again makes me think that we might actually get Pershing in there. Um, time will tell, but you know, there's a lot to look forward to for season two. Nice. Definitely, definitely looking forward to it. Like, it's just been a breath of fresh air in it. Like, especially when I, mm. when I started watching this, I went back and watched like the final uh, Clone Wars that I did and I really enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, man, it's just been, it's just been fun in it. Like it's been a fun watch. Um, I've liked the character of Omega. I've liked seeing how she's developed and come along. Um, I've grown to like, in a sense, care more about the Bad Batch than in those two episodes that they were in in that final season of Clone Wars. Um, and I think the animation, uh, the animation is good, yeah. But you know what I think is like, I've got to give the most props to, yeah. Um, the guy that does the voices for the, all the clones. Oh like, yeah, he does as like each clone sound, in my opinion sounds different like he's done a remarkable job of making you know be able to just just from hearing that you, you know which one's record you know which one which one's hunter like yeah you can just tell in it and it exactly. must it must be hard just doing the same characters but slightly different uh i guess i guess inflections in their voice yeah um i agree so yeah man i, I absolutely Pretty love true. this man absolutely love this um but yeah man that like again it's just one of those ones where everything that Disney keeps putting out at this moment in time just seems to be knocking it out of the park in it. So, you know, I mm-hmm. hope they continue to... Um, is it Dave Filoni? Yeah, Dave Filoni. I, I hope they continue to, like, give him the reins to Star Wars and let him know, you know, and let him know what's what's going on. There. Like, let, let him be in charge. Let him be, in a sense, the um, Kevin Feige to Star Wars for Disney moving forward. And I think Star Wars will come like re- resurge as like a fan favorite. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Let's move to the news. Welcome to Blurs or Us News. News, 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 news. We got a lot of different things for you this week. So, Catherine C. Jones and Louis, Louis Guzman will play Morticia and Gomez Adams in the upcoming Tim Burton directed Wednesday TV series starring Jenna Ortega, um, Gender Swap Chronicles. Sorry, Gender. Do, do you remember Chronicles? What was that again? Was it, it was to do with um, magic or something? Oh, no? I want to say that was the one that had, it had Michael B. Jordan. Oh, that movie. Yeah. It was the one with the alien. It was the one with the alien um, ship or stuff like that. And they ended up getting powers and, and they could fly. They could do other stuff. But Michael, G., Michael B. Jordan's character got freaking shafted. <laughs> yeah. And he, and he was the most talented. So I was like, kid, 
<laughs> but yeah. Yes, yeah, so. I remember Chronicles. I so, didn't, and then was it the, the, the psycho friend and whatnot? Yeah, yeah I, so, remember, I remember. So they're planning on doing a gender swap Chronicles sequel in the works. Producer John Davis said in an interview, we're working on Chronicles 2 right now. I think it's going to be great. It's going to give us a chance to tell the story in a different way. We're going to tell it from the female point of view. It will have been 10 years since the event happened in Seattle and a lot is, and a lot of it is going to do with fake news and real news and cover-ups. More interestingly, it's the next generation getting these powers that are corruptive. These are young women just finished college. They're empowered and this is their journey. I mean, what a new and interesting story you can tell there. Um, I don't remember loving Chronicles. So. Yeah, it was alright. I was I will see it when it comes out, and obviously you know if it if it's great, I'll tell people it's great. If it's shit, then I'll do the same in it. Um, yeah, I mean from memory, I'll probably give it a half chicken. From this is oh, this is purely from memory, so obviously my memory would have faded um, by now and things like that. So, um, I I mean I guess we we'll, we'll, we would have to watch the original Chronicles and then the sequel uh, to give you a more balanced uh, rating. Yeah. Mm, definitely um, so obviously we're going to talk about this a lot more but Ryan Reynolds confirms Disney wants a sequel to Free Guy which mm-hmm. makes sense uh, Lord of the Rings Amazon series has moved production from New Zealand to UK for season 2 and fans are not happy which is a weird one since obviously I, I thought I know everything from the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbits were filmed in New Zealand and like it was mm-hmm. those iconic like sweeping landscapes that like everyone really liked and enjoyed so It'll be interesting to see what happens there. Yeah. But I'm just interested to, um, as to why, you know, fans would not be happy. I mean, surely it wouldn't matter as long as the scenery is roughly the same, right? Yeah. Um, but who knows? Maybe, maybe it's because it's, it's like, it's New Zealand is a spiritual home, I guess, or filming home. So maybe that might be the reason. Um, I do notice like a actual, um, like Hobbit Village in the in New Zealand, um, I had my auntie visited it one time, and she said, "Yeah, it was it was pretty cool to see." Again, it's just it's just a normal set, so you can actually go in and stuff. But the house is actually filled with anything, but you know, you just go, you go in, you look around and everything like that to see how an actual inverted Hobbit lives. Um, it was pretty cool. So, yeah, like I said, maybe maybe something to do with it. Be that's that you know, the series is the series central, well, home. Nah, but that's just speculation for my part. I have no idea. Okay. All right. Got a lot of hope, news. Cue the music. Worst crossover ever. All right. The Batman HBO Max prequel series working title reveals to be Arkham, which is interesting. Are we getting an Arkham story here? Um... You know, the games have been quite popular. Uh, would you like to see a story that's revolved around the Arkham? I definitely would because I think um, the Waynes, um, so especially um, uh, Bruce Wayne's dad, helped build Arkham um, Arkham Asylum. I, I don't know what it was, I can't remember whether it was a hospital, then it became an, a mental, um, like an asylum for the mentally disturbed. Um, or whether it was primarily meant for the density to start, but um, I'm I'm more than up for it because I can I'm sure it's like a whole host of um, history behind it that uh, that could be explored. I mean, if it was played the any of the Arkham games, especially the first um, um, 
Batman Arkham video game, there's a whole host of lore in Arkham alone. I mean, the, all these secret tunnels, um, you know, the, they build certain habitats for certain people and things like that as well. So, uh, and there's also, there's also, it's then taken over by, um, by, um, a private company and all that stuff. So there's so much they could do in this series. So I, for what I'm looking forward to it, um, you know, just to see what they, what they bring, even if, you know, even if Bruce Wayne is not in this, uh, series whatsoever, just a sheer amount of, uh, characters in the Batman series anyway, before like predating, um, Bruce Wayne himself, that could be something to explore. Um, you know, I mean, you have like the mafia families, you have, um, potentially other superpower beings or just, you know, just even government officials or whatever that could all just end up working around Arkham and yeah, who knows, who knows what stories will come out of this. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see. All right. Next up, uh, Shang-Chi will not premiere on Disney plus, but we'll have a 45 day <laughs> exclusive theatrical release before co- coming to the streaming service in what Disney is referring to as an experiment. This time frame has been shortened from Marvel's usual 90 days to follow in the footsteps of other studios like Warner Brothers and Paramount due to the pandemic. So, that would mean Black Widow would be the only MCU film not to have an exclusive theatrical release. Like, if that is not, you know, some kind of sexism... I'd be pissed. <laughs> if I your hands, I'd be pissed. I'd be hella pissed because, fair enough, right, I'm still... Fair enough, I'm on the fence, right, but mm. now that they're saying this um, experiment thing and, and whatever, right, I'm like, nah, that means you're kind of doing it dirty then. Because you had time... Because, obviously, Disney had time to think about this or whatever, but... Nah. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> man, man. Um, blah, 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 blah. And, and a further update to this new story, yeah. Mm. Shang-Chi star has revealed that he's not happy saying, we are not an experiment. <laughs> it's getting sticky over at Disney, boy. Wait, but is that in context to... Is that purely because they said they're not going to be... um? Uh, what you call it? So, uh, so I say that that's that's in response. They're not an experiment because they are, you know, going to be exclusively do a theatrical release and then do the yeah. It's, um, a, it's a short and forty. That, it's a short and forty-five day um, release, um, which you know, again, it's one of the, it's just such a sticky situation, isn't it? Like we don't know. I don't, contracts yeah. and then oh it's, it's awkward it's awkward because yeah but i have a question i'll let, I'll let you finish but i have a question afterwards because again if this was me yeah obviously i've got only limitless in it so i can just go to the cinema pretty much whatever i want but if mm. i like if i know that in let's say two months later i can watch the film for free on disney plus i'm probably not gonna pay for the cinema like i didn't pay for ray the last dragon i waited for that to come out on disney plus for free i didn't pay it was the one that they did I didn't pay. Oh, for, I, didn't, pay I didn't pay for. Oh, yes. I didn't pay for Mulan. I wait for Mulan to come out for free. Like, yeah, it's 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 just a wild one, man. It is is actually just very wild, but yeah. we'll have to wait and see. All right, so T posted an image of what is supposedly a leaked image of the Moon Knight costume. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's real. If it is real, it looks really good. Uh, it looks almost comic book accurate um and looks like they've in a sense paid attention to detail 
Um, the only reason why we say that it might not be real is because it looks kind of like, uh, is it Ghost from Ant-Man and the Wasp? Yeah. It kind of looks like her costume and they just added like some moonlight DL to it. Mm. What, what do you think? <clears throat> well, I think... So wait, so before I before I begin, right? So with Ghost's costume, was that the one that she... The helmet has um, the three red, I guess, LED lights on it. Was that was that ghost costume? Sorry, say that again. So, ghost costume is that the one with the three LED lights on the helmet? Yes. Okay. So, in the comic books, right? Um, um, Moon Knight's helmet is actually similar to what we saw in T's um in the first picture that T posted to us, where it's just a hood, and then he's got his obviously his uh, face is covered with what looks like um. Um, cloth. So whether it's you know like uh, an imitation of the um, like the mummify, like the like the linen that used for mummification, um, it looks like that. So they are very very similar characters the way they're designed. I mean, there's so much there's only so much you could do with white costume, right? Um, and yeah, again with that moon symbol on uh, Moon Knight's uh, costume, the live action Moon Knight costume. It's pretty much similar to the comic books, so there's not much to take away from that. I think it's because it's, it's it's a white costume, and obviously they both characters have capes. It just makes it harder to sort of differentiate between the two. Um, so I, I believe I believe that the costume is uh, comic book accurate. Mm. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to have to wait and see. Uh, Marvel rumored to be Iron Jay Courtney to play Hercules in For Love and Thunder, lead to multiple possible movie appearances and potentially a Disney Plus show. Hmm, I don't know who Jay Jay Courtney is, if I'm being brutally honest off the top of my head. So Mm. I can't tell you whether he would make a good uh, Hercules. But when you get that Disney money, you get hench in it. So I'm sure he'll put on a size. Okay. All right. So he's acted in um, films like Stormboy, Elite and Battle Angel. He was uh, Joshua Gang in Elite and Battle Angel. Mm -hmm. Um. He was in the Suicide Squad as George Digger Harkness, Captain Boomerang. Mm-hmm. Um, so those so I've I've only seen two of those movies: Elite Battle Angel and uh, Suicide Squad. So um, if he puts, yeah, he's he's definitely got the body. He's definitely got the body shape to be um, someone who's yeah, because he's pretty tall as well. So yeah, he's definitely got a body shape. He would have um, to get a little bit more ripped than he is now. Like I mean, with, with with Disney money, we know how yeah, it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he he's hench already, but I just feel like he's got to just add a little bit more size in it. And, yeah, um, yeah. I think you, I think you could pull it off. So that'll be yeah. interesting to see. Um, uh, Venom sequel, Venom sequel release date pushed back three weeks on September twenty fourth to October fifteenth due to Delta COVID variant, uh, which seems to be running rife, especially in America. Um, mm. Yeah. As long as we get this movie, I'll be happy. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, so I want to see it. Uh, I think it's going to be better than most people expect it to be. Yeah. Mm. All right, let's get to the anime. Anime manga. All right, all right. All right. So... Uh, first bit of anime news. Um, <clears throat> well, the first of only before anime news is Jobless Reincarnation season two 
would debut October 3rd. So we are Bloods Bros. We've, we've already seen this. Um, Nana and I were raving about this uh, series where Hell it's, yeah. it's, it's, for this person, it's an isekai where an otaku um, dies and then gets transported into the body. Wait, it doesn't necessarily die. I think he does die, yeah. Um, he gets transported to the body of a baby in a magical world and he's super adept at magic but not a, not as adept in fighting with the sword um there's a lot of humor in the in the series um there's some edginess in there as well he himself is is is, is a pervert <laughs> i mean well, especially with the way he acts uh, around his um i guess the family's um servant yeah um and also uh, and also so, also his teacher when she comes and also his teacher yeah um so surprisingly his teacher looks like like in that she she's barely a teenager i say she's about 13 14 from her looks she's actually a lot older but just because of that just makes for funny um funny encounters um so yeah so that's coming out uh october 3rd so yeah we're gonna watch it um and we'll let you know how how our, our thoughts on it um so move on to the manga news berserk manga gets a new chapter 20th september so this is after the passing away of um of um let me not butcher his name of kentaro uh, mura mm-hmm. so um this magazine issue will be a memorial issue um so we'll also have uh special messages to kentaro mura um there'll be famous scenes in there from the manga so yeah so expect to have that um i th- I, th- I personally think it's it's, it's a nice gesture it's not necessarily continuing the story per se, but it's more just a, an homage to him, which, you know, there'll be a lot of heartfelt um, messages there. Uh, might even see a few things that, uh, or maybe a few like, jokes or, or, you know, just people um, um, what's it called? So remembering who he was as a person, um, maybe some lovely notes to the family and whatnot. So... I'm I'm looking forward to this. So, I mean, it's coming out September 10th, so um, I'm gonna try and find it wherever I can, and yeah, hopefully, and I'll, I'll feedback to you guys. I mean, I'm sure it's gonna be an absolutely amazing issue. Right. Um, and I believe I have one more bit of news. So, um, so this video, Mango, uh, Mango Plus will publish Bleach one shot in English. So um, the one shot will end on a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Um, I feature the words "new, new, sorry, new breeds from hell." I should say "new breaths from hell," but but I think it might be the um, English Japanese translation. Mm-hmm. Um, so expect to see that. Um, the magazine teased uh, the story of the one shot, where it's Ichigo is in, Ichigo was invited to the society for a certain ceremony, but dot 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 something happens so um i believe this would be a continuation of the um maybe i, I guess a continuation of the of the um of so so let me start again it will continue on from where I left off in the manga but it's a one shot so it might just be a quick encounter a quick adventure and that's it so there'll be more to see from that so is is this happening before or after the quincy war so I believe this to happen after the Quincy War. All right, cool. 
Because I, I did see this news and I was like, okay, I might check this out when it comes out. Um, Sorry, did you just give it a date of when it's dropping? So um, it's not, there's no date for it yet, okay. Um, but it will be, um, it will be dropping soonish is, is my best estimate. So it will contain um, uh, 76 pages in this chapter. When it drops, remind me, because obviously, like, for those that know, out of the big three animes, Bleach was actually my favourite. Um, yeah. I enjoyed it a lot more than I did Naruto and One Piece. Um, and I was very disappointed in how the manga and also the anime ended. So I am yeah. looking forward to the reboot. Yeah. I don't I, I don't think he's rebooting the manga. We're just going to get an extended version of how it should have gone down in the actual anime. So I think that'd be really cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alright, we got two trailers. <sighs> Wait, All right, this trailer came out a, a while ago actually. Uh it's called The Prince. Um <laughs> is it's a bit like Family Guy meets Big Mouth, but it's a take on um the royal family, and it's following uh I don't even know the name of the prince. What's the name of um Prince George? It's following Prince George and his family and the British British monarchy. Uh, I suppose yeah. this was meant to come out in like spring of twenty twenty one, but it was delayed after Prince Philip's death. Um, I think it's been out in America for a while. Um, well, July 29th. Um, mm. but we don't have, or I don't have HBO Max, so I've not had a chance to watch it yet. Um, but it's something that, you know, I don't know. Cause as far as I know, we in the UK still don't get HBO Max, do we? Mm. So I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah. So I don't even know what channel this is going to come to over here. More than likely, it's going to be on Sky. Cause that's normally where the HBO shows go, but I haven't yeah. seen it. I haven't seen it being advertised on Sky just yet. Um, mm. But it's something that, like, it doesn't look amazing, but it does look kind of funny in it. So it's something I mean, that I would be checking out. I also think that it might come on um, Star because was it? I oh know it was AMC that did The Walking Dead, but the AM, but but The Walking Dead is on um, is on Stars, which is obviously um, the extension of. Uh, Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if there's even an HBO show. I can't remember off the top of my head if there is an HBO show on um on Disney Plus. Um oh stars via Disney Plus, but nah. who knows? We might we might see it pop up somewhere. Um I don't even know who right, I'm sure now like, I'm sure you can keep us posted. Yeah, yeah, no, this is definitely something yeah. I would like I would want us to review. It's only twelve episodes, so it, mm. lo- it looks like it'd be a quick watch. Um it's, yeah, just, it's just finding out where it will be released over it. It's a Warner Media's project, so it wouldn't be something that would appear on Disney Plus. Um, mm. So just figuring out where that would come on and then getting a chance for everyone to watch it and having a little talk about it. Um, the second trailer is Why the Last Man. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this show has been done before. I, I don't know. Or maybe there's just been something of a similar vein. I want to say... Um, Tom Holland was in like a, a movie that we haven't been, we haven't reviewed yet um, yeah. that we were meant to review, but I think it came out like um, on a streaming service that we didn't have. 
Um, and I think, yeah, I think it was Chaos Walking, which has a, a very similar uh, plot. But this show, basically, all the men in the world have died. They've gotten some, like, random disease that has killed all of, of all the men. And there's only women left on the world, on the planet. Uh, it's based mm-hmm. off a comic book. Um, and I'm looking forward to it. It, it looks interesting. Uh, they look some, like, some really cool action scenes. Uh, it comes out September 13th. Um, I don't know how many episodes it's going to be. Uh, in America, it's going to be on FX on Hulu. So I'm pretty confident that means for us, it's going to be on Disney Stars. Uh, it's 10 episodes long. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm down. Like, it looks really intri- interesting and it's something I'm looking forward to seeing. Especially, like, for the most part, it's going to be a female. There's, like, there's only one dude left. So I'll, after the first episode, yeah, you're going to have one guy and just fe- a female cast. So I'm really looking forward to that and seeing how they tackle some of the issues that would potentially come up if there were no men on this planet. Because I want to say, mm. I want to say there was, like, some stupid stat, like, in terms of, like, Build builders and like stuff like that. Like it's like seventy percent men. So like, yeah, keeping the infra- yeah. keeping the infrastructure and like farming and stuff like that, keeping that going and feeding the rest of the world. I, I'm very interested to see. Like there's one there was one scene where they were just like, um, oh, um, the power plants. Like in a couple of hours, the power plants are gonna um, like overreact. And she's like, oh, which mm. one? And she's like all of them and it's just like wow like if it's an industry where you know there's only men in that industry and the mm. women don't have the knowledge to do keep it running like that that is a catastrophe waiting to happen in itself like i don't know if you ever went to um not kingston hill is it uh kingston vale the, the kingston vale campus where like all the engineers have to vale th- campus right, yeah that was it, my right. campus was, was that, that was your campus yeah i swear there was like five women in that campus and it was like a hundred dudes because there was like listen if 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 the guys that sniffed a a, a woman in the city right i'm saying they'd be treated like a queen the amount of times i've seen guys huddle around a uh, a woman right now even a fellow student right like try and say that i'll drive help her with, with stuff blah blah she doesn't even she doesn't even ask for this you know it's just this oh cool you're, you're the only uh, one of the few females here on campus. Um, yeah. Let's talk. Let's chat. Let's help you. Blah 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 blah. Um, some people go see guys' relationships. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's literally what it is. Mm-hmm. Um. So back to this film. Um. Uh, sorry, not film. This is a series, right? Yeah, this is a series. Yeah. Okay. So for what I got from the, the trailer, actually, the trailer didn't really um bring up any questions it's more the fact that i'm interested to see like you how um the women are gonna cope um again i'm not saying that women are will not be able to cope with that but i'm interested to see what happens because obviously you have um presidents in the world who are majority male yeah so do you know what i mean there's gonna be this whole host of you know say like elections that are gonna come up to get someone into power whether there's any mostly powers activated ready to um put someone in charge um as a male dominate because again in a trailer we see a whole host of we see like a huge car crash right like that cars of obviously crashing into each other whatnot because men have just died so you know i'm just really again i really like post-apocalyptic um events because i'm very keen to see how the people who've survived uh live how they move on from that um 
obviously mentioned one, which was the power plant, which is a male, a male dominated industry. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just keen to see, especially with the last man, how they fight because they will people will find about this last man. So, how as a society will they interact with this with this last man? Will there be some people who are super pro? I won't say pro feminism, but only believe that maybe this happened because men have dominated the world for so long that now it's women's time turn to. So any man that they see, they'll kill them. Or is it going to be the case where they'll try to preserve this man as best as they can? Uh, best as they can, sorry. So um, it sounds a bit morbid, but you know, like, like, I don't know, use them as basically like a sperm bank. My first instant reaction was like, wouldn't like, wouldn't there be sperm banks anyway for them to use to kind of like repopulate, you know, the earth in a there sense? Would be. So, yeah, there would be. Because, I mean, there'll be, there'll be places like that as well. But I'm always of the mind that as a backup or in case or, because again, you might get people who say, I only want to, con- I only want to conceive the natural way, which is having sex. Do you know what I mean? You, yeah. will, I mean, you will get people like that. So it's very interesting to see just how it's all going to play out for him. Mm. Um, we see that um, he's got a mask on as well. Yeah, so um, that's so because how again, he, how he avoided this virus or whatever that's going on in the world. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking, if how is he the only person who has been able to avoid this virus if he had his mask on? Surely there have been other men who have done that. I mm. we don't know. Maybe there might be a um, like this I don't know, enclave of men somewhere trying to avoid this thing. So. Um, Oh, there's so much that can happen. So yeah, without being rambling on anymore, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm definitely like I said, if this is somewhere where we can watch very easily, yeah, and yeah. depending on whether it's like drop week to week or whatever, I I definitely think we're gonna have some interesting discussions on this. But like I said, I do believe there was something not too long ago that came out um, that had a mm. very similar premise yeah. where there was only you know women in this world. And um, there was only one guy left, and they were trying to find, figure out what's what was happening with him. Yeah. Um. Last before we before we move on from this, I, I just want to say I'm also very interested in just the female perspective of things because, again, when it comes to uh, when it comes to just things like industry, gender roles, and all that stuff, right? There's always a case where, especially especially because I mean, from previously, so from uh, older generations. Men had a specific role. Men had a specific role. Obviously, nowadays that's changing, mm-hmm. but you still have that that men do this, women do this, sort of still playing about. So, as a society, I would just love to see how women progress. Obviously, they're going to be they'll be filling roles. I mean, that goes without saying. But yeah, this is going to be really cool to see to see how you know how it all plays out. So yeah, super excited. Very excited. Very excited. All right. Nice and swift. Let's head to the main event. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Let's get ready to Wee! All right, so 
today we're going to do about talk about two quick things we're going to talk about the first episode of what if and yeah. we are also going to talk about monster hunter legends of the guild which one do you want to go first uh do you know what? let's go what if Whew. wait um <laughs> i've only watched this once so far uh shining you to toy syndrome i absolutely love this oh my gosh um it started with a bang it started with what if uh agent peggy Carr had taken the super soldier serum and in with her doing that we got oh spoilers by the way guys we're going to spoilers we're going major spoilers um and with her doing that we ended up in a sense getting steve rogers as the first iron man um it was it was amazing man i fucking loved yeah. it i absolutely loved it man um and i kind of just want to follow peggy carter and follow her story and see what other changes okay. she does in the timeline like i don't necessarily want to see it the other stuff um which is 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 very weird to say i know we, we're gonna get um um killmonger saving tony stark and we're gonna get to charla as basically star lord but mm. at the end of this episode i was like I want more. Like, I want to see what other changes we get because, you know, instead of Captain America being frozen in ice, Captain America gets sent to another dimension. Yeah. And, or not Captain America, um, Peggy, she's not even called Captain, what do they call her at the moment? Captain, Ca- well, Captain, she's Captain, Captain Peggy, but she, 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 she's Captain Britain. She, yeah, so, so, but they call her Captain Carr. So, yeah, she's Cap- Captain Carr, but yeah. Captain Carr goes to another dimension and she comes back once they've opened up the, the test, uh, it was a tesseract, right? Oh yeah, it was a portal created by a tesseract. Yeah. What? And then you get um, um, Nick Fury and Hawkeye, and then she's like, "Where, where am I?" And she's just like, "Oh, it's been like the war ended like four years ago." And I was just like, "Oh my <laughs> days!" Like, ah! listen, Woo! this I reckon if if <laughs> they could so easy do a what if series, sorry series, right? And like each season is looking at one thing, so it, it could be four episodes. How many episodes they want, right? I could literally just be like, I'll I'll be so up for just seeing a Peggy Carter miniseries, only like four, three episodes long, four episodes long. I don't care, but season. Sorry, I keep saying episode like season, which is like three episodes, four episodes long of just Peggy Carter as Captain Britain and her doing her thing. I think, ah, uh, what if can spend a whole host of things? Do you, do, do you know what I mean? Like, do, do you know why I love it even more that they started off with um, Peggy oh, Carter? Oh, just see what if Peggy Carter. Now watch what no. if Peggy Carter. Yeah, but no, do you, like, did you watch um, the Peggy Carter's TV show? Whatever the case may be, because this this started with a bang. Wait, and can you hear me? For me, it's a, it's a whole chicken. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. I said, did you watch the Peggy Carter TV show? No, I didn't watch the Peggy Carter TV show. Oh, I didn't hear you that bit. Maybe, maybe so, that bit cut out see, or something Season season one of that show, yeah, was fucking mm. fantastic. Uh, I never got around to watching season two, but I was just like, all right, Peggy Carr was much of a a more important and a better character than she was portrayed in the in in, in the films. Um, yeah. So seeing her get thrust back into the limelight again, yeah, was fucking dope, man. Um, Do you know what I say? This right. This show has actually got me. This first episode of What If has actually got me intrigued to watch the pay, the uh, Agent Carter series because oh, you should, for you me, because again, when it comes to these um, the TV series, right? I'm not really too fond of the of the Marvel ones. I mean, I watched a bit of um, Agents of Shield and I then got bored of it after I think four or five episodes. Mm. Um, so 
you know, watching watching this first episode of What If uh, with uh, Captain Carter, I thought it was absolutely amazing. So it's actually what me, actually what now is, you know, it's wanting me to go and watch the Agent Carter series. So who who knows? Maybe they do more of this, and then I'm just you know going back and watching Agents of Shield again or something like that. But whole chicken is start off with a massive bang for me. Definitely, man. All right, so in this show, we so what if is basically a retell not even a retelling it's telling mm-hmm. stories of what if certain pivotal moments in the Marvel Universe went ev- ever so differently so in this one the f- it's based on Captain America the movie mm-hmm. and the line or the point where the movie diverges off into a different direction the what if scenario in a sense is that when um, is it Ab- Abraham Erskine yeah when he asks his agent card, do you think you'd be more comfortable in the booth? Yeah, she says yes, which takes her and everyone else that are like meant to be just watching in the booth. Now, this mm-hmm. time around, she says, okay, no, I'm going to stay down here, which leads all the yeah. other people that were in the booth to stay down there as well, which causes the assassin to have his bomb like even closer than where it was in the, in the movie, which mm-hmm. causes a madness and she tries to stop it which causes one of the generals to get shot, which also then causes Steve to get shot. And then with him not being like fully healthy, he could have gone to the machine. So the only person left to go to the machine was Peggy Carr. So she got the yeah. um, super soldier syrup and she came out looking hench. Like they're, they're, the way Steve was looking at her, yeah, he was definitely thinking, mm, some death by snooze right here. <laughs> <laughs> The way Steve Rogers looked at her was the exact same way Peggy looked at him. Yeah, <laughs> the exact same way. I, I don't. I, I do not blame him because, damn, Peggy. Peggy got bigger. Everything. <laughs> oh my days! It was actually amazing. And then we get to see her go on missions to go and save um, Bucky. Because when when yeah. things diverge and Steve didn't get henchmen, that I thought that it would end with Steve becoming the Winter Soldier. Mm. But instead, it ended up with Steve, like we said, becoming, um, in a sense, Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was pretty cool. It seemed that everything happened so quickly with that. Um, which is interesting because when we, again, this also take, this is, this is obviously a continuation or this is, um, leads on from what happened in the events of, uh, the Loki series, um, you know, in the last episode. So, with everything sort of diverged, right? And again, um, from what we saw in the Loki series, right, we saw that um, when the Avengers went back in time to get the Tesseract, another Tesseract, sorry, to get um, to get back whatever it was, right? Um, the events sort of, the day before they do their escape speed, right? But um, Loki managed to get a hold of the Tesseract and then then basically escaped captivity, right? So that was his one. So I was thinking, okay, maybe uh, um, uh, Divergent Event or a Nexus Event would have been something you know, some sort of, is some sort of significance that have caused uh, things to happen. But this was just a decision. Just, instead of turning right, I turn left, and then it spirals out to something completely different. So I thought that was absolutely amazing to watch here. Yeah, man. Absolutely dope, man. And mm-hmm. I, I hope that in one of the episodes we do come back to uh, Agent, uh, Agent, Agent Carr, uh, Captain Carr, and we see, like, you know, how she interacts with some of the other Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think so. But then again, um, I think with this particular series, I think there's a there's a what if comic series, um, with the uh, Age of Card that talks about um, you know, people like for example, you have um, uh, a young Uncle Ben, so Peter Parker's uncle, um, who. Um, I think I think he became Spider Man, or oh, there's there's a version of events where he became Spider Man. Um, Peter Parker ended up becoming someone complete. No, Peter Parker ended up becoming like the Hulk in in, in this one. Um, there's there's a whole host of changes that happens uh, just because of this one event. So I can't I, again I can't remember the story of that comic book off the top of my head. Um, but the whole world changes in that one moment um, by uh, Adrian Carter becoming. Um, um, Captain Britain, or you know, Captain uh, yeah. Captain Carter. Because even when they were on that operation, when Bucky falls off the train, she saves him. Mm. And he says like, "Oh, I, you nearly pulled off my arm." Obviously, yeah. In the original, he loses his arm when he falls off the train, and that's the left gets, arm. Yeah. yeah, and that's when he gets captured by Hydra, and he's 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 turned into the Winter Soldier. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So again, I thought, I mean, everything had sort of like a. Like a reference to the movies, which I thought was absolutely amazing. So, if I was to go, so I'm going to go to just a little bit of details about that. So, um, after uh, Captain Carter rescues the captured soldiers, so that included Bucky, um, um, Savile, Happy Sab Sawyer, um, the, 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 the Howling Commanders, Dom Dugan. Is yeah, that, yeah. Um, they bust through the door, so you know they, they, they so they bust through the door, right? Shoot that um at you know the the soldiers, the um, um German soldiers, and that scene mirrored the scene from Captain America: The First Avenger, where he does the same, where mm. they come out of that room and then they start shooting and things like that, and everything's in slow motion as they're shooting. So I thought that was pretty cool. Mm. Um, so the black soldiers that we see in this one are still several Happy Sam Sawyer mm. and Gabe Jones. Mm-hmm. So I think what we were watching, we thought that, oh, maybe that's Isaiah Bradley that was there. Yes, like that. oh my gosh, so I completely forgot about actually, that, yeah. Yeah, so no, it's actually um, um, Sam Sawyer and Gabe Jones. That that would have been the black men we would have seen. Um, we see Peggy punching the bag, um, the heavy bag. This is after transformation and breaking it. And that mirrored what Steve Rogers did during the Avengers, the first Avengers movie, where he just goes ham on the punch bag, breaks it, and then picks up another another bag and puts it on. But in this case, it looked like every time she got pissed off, she probably got a weight and threw it like a discus into the wall, which I thought was was a nice addition to that scene. Uh, because again, you could tell the level of sexism that was in this that was in this uh, um, first episode with Peggy. Um, you know, like, well, women should be in the, on the front lines and things like that. Etc. Etc. You just ruined my project when you know, really and truly, she's still a human being with the with the uh, super soldier serum. She go she go and do the job that you intended for uh, Steve Rogers, and when she does do her job, she's absolutely amazing. Um, so whilst uh, Steve is rehabbing, um, Steve talks about Peggy not having to do the USO tours of the suits, which is something that he, uh, Steve Rogers had to do in the MCU, where you know he wore that. Um, very tight flamboyant um, suit was going around you know trying to pep up both soldiers and um, civilians alike so I thought that was a nice nod to it um, we've already mentioned the train scene which I thought was again was in good uh, contrast to what actually to actual events that happened at MCU mm-hmm. uh, so yeah all that all that was really really cool um, at the beginning of this um, we hear the narrator um, 
who we now know is Uatu the Watcher. So right at the beginning of the MCU, right, people were speculating that maybe Stan Lee was someone who was either Kang the Conqueror, in inverted commas, you know, until we actually know who Kang the Conqueror is, or maybe the Watcher, but in appearing in various forms. So in this form, we actually, see, we actually do see the Watcher, Uatu the Watcher. So just goes a bit of detail about Uatu. Uatu is a member of a race known as the Watchers, who are one of the universe's oldest and earliest civilizations, as well as being at the pinnacle of technological advancement. So they were pretty much created right after the Big Bang, basically, where, you know, they once they reached this, te- uh, this sort of technological peak, they then explored other systems, other galaxies and things like that, shared the technology with primitive races. Um, however, they stopped doing that after other races affairs you know so, 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 sorry they sort of stop, stop meddling other races affairs after one of the races they helped began waging countless wars against themselves and became more tribal political warmongering so um that's why they just now watch and chronicle the events that happen in a specific universe or a galaxy in this case Uatu has been assigned to earth and watches everything that happens with, with earth um so Uatu appears in uh, Fantastic Four issues and has occasion to help the Fantastic Four by providing knowledge and advice rather than, you know, physically interfere with certain things. So even if it came to a point where he was to be killed, he would then, he would not interfere with that. He'd chronicle it until he actually died, for example. Um, and so that's the kind of role he plays. Um, we do see, um, so this, so towards the end, we do see um, a tentacle creature come out of the portal. So, with that tentacle creature, right? Um, you know, it's easy, it could be you could speculate that it's Shumagorath. Um, so Shumagorath is someone that's going to appear, I believe, in um, one of the later later Marvel movies. I can't remember if it's, if it's the um, uh, Multiverse of Madness or Quantumania, but he will be making an appearance. I think T has um, T mentioned that earlier on. Uh, sorry, in, in a previous recording. Um, but Shuma Gorath is a many angled one. So many angled one, many angled being is someone who exists basically between universes and the whole race are immensely powerful. Um, so I believe that this character we saw isn't Shuma Gorath per se, but it's a many angled one. Um, the reason why I say that is because when the creature opened its mouth, I was like, okay, that's definitely not, um, Shuma Gorath because the mouth was slightly different. Mm. Um, but in saying that, um, it could be a possible nod to see Shima Gorath in, in, um, in future MCU movies. Mm-hmm. So that's what things of those mention. Um, other members include Kathon, who wrote the Darkhold that we see in One Division, yeah. and, uh, Cthulhu. So they are also many angle beings. I will also, we'll, we know that, um, you know, Kuthon, Kuthon may make an appearance in, um, in later MCU uh, movie or, be, or maybe just be, uh, referenced, referenced a bit more. Um, like I said, the Darkhold is something that, he has. I also mentioned in a previous episode mm. that um, Cthon is actually responsible for giving One Division her pa- sorry, One Division sorry, give a Wonder her powers mm. um, in the in the comics. So again, it could be we could see some sort of similarity between those two. Um, yeah, going back to that Iron Man suit that you mentioned, mm. um, did you notice that the design was pretty similar to Obadiah Stane's one from um, the Iron Man movie, the first Iron Man movie? Yeah, I did. I thought that was just a, a nice little reference and callback to that. Yeah, so did I. And I like that they called it the Hydra Stomper. 
Mm. Um, I, I I don't know what that reference is, but all I know is that they called the Hydra Stompers. So I thought I was again, that was pretty cool. Maybe I thought that was a little bit. I thought that was a little bit. I thought that was a little bit of a nod to the the Hulk Smasher, the Hulk Buster. Ah, okay, mm. okay. I I would have thought that maybe it was picked up from maybe another um um oh. Um, Captain America first, Captain America first Avenger um, movie that maybe someone have said, "Oh, he's a Hydra Stomper." But in mm. this what if series, we actually get a Hydra Stomper, so um, perhaps that may be the case. And lastly, for me, um, I also want to say that Captain Carter is also Captain Britain, mm-hmm. and Captain Britain is uh, so. I guess Captain Britain is uh, other other Captain Britain core. Mm. Are a group that works similarly to the TVA, but on a smaller scale. So they're not particularly powerful in a sense, as in um, they all exhibit the same uh, sort of feats that we see uh, uh, Captain Carter do. So you know they're both they're both at a physical peak of uh, of human fitness. So you know super strong, super fast, um, agile, etc., etc. Uh, so they, they don't have any powers that you know let's them like shoot beams out of their hands or anything like that nothing like nothing like that at all uh but they do come together when um when you know they need to either discuss great of things of great importance or where there's a greater threat that they can handle themselves they do summon each other um into each other's sort of dimension and then proceed to uh to sort things out um actually tell i did say one more thing but um, I, I guess I have a couple more things to say. <laughs> no, I really not. like I really like the animation in this. I thought the animation was top notch. Um, because it felt like a comic book. Do you know what I mean? It just just the way it was drawn, um, the way it was animated, and I actually appreciate that because it's animated, you can see the abilities of Captain America more in this. I guess it's more apparent to see um her abilities in this than if it was something that was live action. We see a lot of we see Steve Rogers do incredible things in the MCU, but I think with the adage of animation, there's certain things that they could do more with this than that they could with live action. So I thought that was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like the fact that Peggy's fighting style. Obviously, Peggy's fighting style should be something should be similar to uh, Steve Rogers' fighting style. Um, but I think I also like the fact that she she was really impressed with what she could do. Because obviously she's never been put in a situation like that where she's had to fight people and you know be able to stop stop trucks in the in in, in the tracks and you know flip them over whatever uh, kick um uh what's it called kick bikes and whatnot and like mm. <laughs> do you know what I mean I thought I thought it's absolutely incredible to see all of that animated yeah um I liked when she flipped the um the weight and threw it like a frisbee yeah. Again, because that was like that was a nutty like, flipping the the um the shield, wasn't it? Yeah. So all that was there. So absolutely, I mean, I, th- I think that's it for me. I can't. I don't know the thing. There's anything else I can I can mention that wouldn't be repeating what you said now. But nah. overall, it's it's a whole chicken, and I think they've done an incredible job with this first episode. So I'm hoping that Disney continue continue this, um, regardless of the story, um, even if it's like, a random episode. I say, um. We were teased that there'll be the um, the zombie one. So even if it's zombies, I know some people might not be into zombies, but even if it's something like zombies, I would still be well up to watch it because of how well they've done episode one here. So yeah. that's that's all I have to say about it. Everyone, go check it out. You will not be disappointed. Hundred percent. All right. The next and final movie on the list today uh, is Monster Hunter Legends. 
um, Legends of the Guild, sorry, butcher that, Legends of the Guild. Um, a young man named Aiden who calls himself a hunter protects his isolated village. One day he learns that his village is threatened by an elder dragon, a monster choked in, cloaked in mystery, needing to find a way to save his village. Aiden leaves his home and sets off on a journey into the unknown alongside Judas, a first-rate hunter and member of the Hunters Guild and his companions. Uh, this movie was nice and quick. <laughs> it was oh. 58 minutes long. Uh, I thought the animation style was okay. Um, I thought for a Monster Hunters film, it was very kid-friendly, considering it was considering it's certificates are 12. Um, I want to be smart. You want to have those kids scarred, don't you? Well, I, I would. I would have liked to have <laughs> been, people's heads, well, blood everywhere. Yeah, I would like to have seen them like cut off a little, a couple more limbs off the monsters. I'd have seen a little bit more sense of dread and threat. Um, mm. I think they did the black guy dirty. <laughs> I think they did the black guy very dirty in this. <laughs> Bro, uh, um, invited to a fight, he didn't have well, no part in it. Ex- exactly, that. and he got murked. Um, I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, I have never, like I said, with when we did a live action, I've never played the Monster Hunter games other than the demo. Uh, I'm not too familiar with the world, but I did like it. I thought the animation style was okay. I did really like Julius. Um, I thought they could have just made him a bit more of a badass rather than just, you know, a, I don't know how to describe him, but he, he weren't as, I would have liked if Julius was a little bit more like the, um, like Geralt from The Witcher. I'd have liked mm. he was a little bit more like that character. Um, I think that would have come across a lot more cooler. Um, I'm going to give this a solid half chicken. Um, what did you think of this one? Um, oh, okay. So I think the film showed us a lot more of the Monster Hunter world than in the live action movie. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, you know, referencing the, the, or referencing as showing more monsters, weapons and law. For example, you have the Hunters Guild, you have the Hunter Licenses, the Rogue Hunters, the Balance of Nature, all of that is very, very important to the Monster Hunter world, um, especially in the games, so also all of it stems from the games. So I think in the first, what, two minutes or something like that, we saw seven to eight different monsters straight away, which we yeah. obviously we didn't get from the Monster Hunter movie, which I criticized it for. Um, I like the effects that they showed, so... Um, in Monster Hunter, you have a lot of items that cause diff- uh, different effects. So, in this one, there's the paralysis, um, the paralysis status caused by the mushroom held by the Kongalala, which was the pink ape that we saw, the huge pink ape monster we saw. Um, and also the Devil Joe uh, breath, which also has that same effect, which we saw when it was fighting against the Kongalala. So I thought that was that was really cool to see. And the movesets from each of those monsters were exactly like the game. So if you're someone who's played the game and you see that, you'd be impressed. No, no, I don't think you've played a Monster Hunter game like that, have you? No, not, not in, like I said, I just played a demo a couple of times and that was it. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's understandable. So that's why that's why I I particularly enjoyed enjoyed that scene. Um we saw Leia get paralyzed. She was the one who had the butterfly armor, which is something you can actually get from the games. Mm-hmm. Um and as a side note, all these characters we saw, you can see in the Monster Hunter Rise game as well. So, um, continue on. Um, Leia has a weapon called the um, the Insect Glaive, which is a which is a weapon I personally use in the Monster Hunter games. Yeah. I've played the Monster Hunter game in a while actually, but nevertheless, it's one that I use. Um, and you know, with Kinsex to give you um, 
special abilities. Um, the king, the, the insect glaive has the king's sex in it, which has special abilities. For example, it could cast paralysis or something. You can poison um, uh, a monster. You can heal yourself. You, it causes um, damage to it as well. It can actually kill monsters if you if you level up and use it effectively enough. So I thought again that was really cool to see because again last movie I'm gonna keep referencing the the, the movie the live action film we got that didn't that didn't happen in that in there. Um, there was also crafted during the actual fight between the two monsters as well where we see the mushroom being used in the also sort of harvesting the mushroom and then using the bow gun to then shoot the monster and it having a paralyzing effect on that monster. Um, so again, I thought it was absolutely amazing. Um, um, I do agree with you now that the animation was, for me, the animation wasn't smooth at times. Um, I don't know what it was, but I felt like the characters were very emotive, um, which I thought took away from my immersion. I much more preferred the animation to be a bit more crisp, like what we see for the Resident Evil animated films, because they are, they are both made by Capcom. Yeah. Um, and with the Resident Evil movies, they are so crisp and so cool. Even when we watch things like, okay, that's I almost I almost said uh, Final Fantasy, that's Square Enix, but mm. nevertheless, when I see um, uh, the Resident Evil movies, I think they're re they're done really, really well, especially the the last um, the latest series that came out, uh, Resident Evil series that came out. So for me, it was a bit of a drop in quality um, for this. However, the animated. The, the fights were pretty cool. So, you know, when they fought against the um, Elder Dragon and also the Devil Joe versus um, Congo Lala fight, I think it was done very, very well. Um, we also saw a few moves from the movesets from the game itself, from the, for the actual um, uh, characters. So, again, just adding to that. Um, I felt that in this film, you don't need to have played the Monster Hunter movie to understand... To us, sorry, you didn't. You, you don't need to have played the Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter film. Sorry, game. Yeah. Ugh, tripping over my words. Game. You have to play the game to watch the film. You can watch the film and just follow it for what it is. I'd be happy with it because yeah, it's very easy to follow. Yeah, because again, like I mentioned, you have they mentioned you know things like the hunters, the hunters guild, the Bands of Life, all that stuff, which is again, you, you do find out when you play the game, but because it's so quick and it almost happens like there's no expedition. In it. it doesn't need to explain itself it's just you just know it is what it is and you can still watch the movie with that in the background so that's just background information that's in i don't really need to know that but i know it now so okay cool we move on yeah. so i thought that was good um which means that the pacing was also good um oftentimes films like to expand on on things which makes the film very very boring a prime example is is if you've ever watched the last airbender film by m like Shyamalan, oh, where there's a there was a we, shit we, ton we don't of... talk about that we don't talk about that we skip yeah, that okay <laughs> okay so there's some movies where there's a shit ton of um of um exposition which just completely kills the the pacing so this one i just enjoyed it because it, it was just you just you just enjoyed the movie for what it was, which is yeah. a nice kid friendly movie. Where you, can, you can sit down, enjoy it for literally an hour, and just relax and relax doing it. Maybe even play in the background or something like that. Mm. Um, I like that the me links was a decent comic relief. So the me links was the um, is the cat character. Again, we saw a feline in the in the previous uh, Monster Hunter live action film. Mm. Uh, 
So I, again, I did mention that. So the main difference, because I've said two different races, the main difference between a melinks and a feline is that melinks are darker and felines are lighter colored. That's that's basically it. Mm. <laughs> Besides that, they're, they're pretty much part of the same uh, species. Um, I also like the elder, the elder dragons because throughout this entire movie, we knew that there was going to be an elder dragon that was going to be a problem. Yeah. When we actually saw the fight with the elder dragon, we knew that <laughs> it was it was definitely a problem. I mean, it did this one move where um, it was like a fire cloud where it just you know, literally carpet bombed the, the the nearby village, um, and you know killed um, members of the of the party. So. I thought that was really good because it just showed that yeah they're not just building up to some any monster that they could kill they could kill with there'll be no casualties. This thing actually scared people off. It destroyed buildings. It destroyed its environment. Um, and so I thought it was done really, really well. Um, and in the games, it's actually the bane of many many hunters. <laughs> as in, you do not want to be messing with the elder dragon if one if you're by yourself and two if you're severely if you if you don't if you don't have the the correct like armor set to even help you fight against its um its uh its abilities, so all in all, I think I'll give this a half chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I can't I I don't want to keep talking about it because I'm a fan of the game, but as I don't want to, like how do I say this? Um, I have a bias to uh, towards the movie because of because I'm I'm a fan of it. Um, even though I do that. With, practically everything else um but i will say that it's a it's definitely better than the live action uh film that we saw so i think people should actually give this uh a film a chance or watch it um and then maybe compare it to then compare it to the live action and a live action film that um starred uh, Mila Djokovic because um this yeah this 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 <laughs> this film has I guess everything that you want in a in a Monster Hunter film, it's got the lore, it's got the um, the monsters, um, it's a properly populated world, and even things like quests, for example, um, there's locators said, oh, this is this is an actual quest, you know, for the missing. I can't remember what the name of that um, that duck um, monster is, but it was missing, and she said, oh, it's an actual quest, blah blah, and you know, picked up the quest like you do, like you do in the in the um, game as well the request where you have to find something but order to find it you have to fight off this monster and then it's hiding behind the monster and that kind of thing so it was all very very good um so yeah half chicken for me but definitely better than the live action film you enjoy it it's an hour long so yeah you, you will not yeah, get so, bored watching it so, so nicely paced so that's my verdict mm. All right, and that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, next week, we will bring in you uh, four guy, three guy, sorry, and uh, we also will bring you snake eyes. So, guys, I hope you look forward to enjoy, uh, us reviewing them. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, and we shall catch you guys next week. So, without further ado, Martin, say bye to the people. Bye, everyone. Catch you next time. Alright guys, thanks for listening. Bye-bye now.